Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. the show where we take your ideas and mash them together in a Roman-style Colosseum battle royale and see which bloodied beast is left standing at the end. My name is Ryan, and I am kind of like the emperor of this whole shebang. <laughs> I'm really glad he decided, finally he's really showing his cards, that he's like we've, he's always had the leadership roles, but this, <laughs> this is truly him taking the throne. I don't even care. This is actually one I kind of want to participate in. Like, You want to be a gladiator? Well, no. Well, I mean, if Ryan's the emperor and the, the ideas of the gladiators, yeah, we're on the sidelines for sure. Yeah, okay. you're just watching this yeah. go down. You've paid your you've paid your shekels, and your you've got your you got your lamb's meat euro sandwich I'm, hot pocket. I brought my my farthings. There's just so many options. I don't know who to, who to be though. Uh, you could be the guy that whips the ideas with a with a big leather thong, gets them all riled up, starves them for weeks on end. Yeah, that that sounds good and all, but. Uh... <laughs> I think I, no. I think I might have to be the 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 guy who holds the giant leaf who fans you off on a hot on a hot hot day. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's very hot. But there, you know, there's got to be like I can't be the only one. There's got to be someone on the other side too, Stephen. Um, that's probably true. I mean, I, I I do that in my spare time, but I think I'm also the guy who opens <laughs> the gates. That's more of a hobby for me. <laughs> that's yeah. In between opening the gates to let the ideas out, that that's what I'm doing. Hey, now that yes. you're done opening the gates, what are you going to get up to? Oh, I'm going to just do a little me time stuff. <laughs> Some me stuff. I'm going to go fan the emperor. Yeah, fan the emperor. <laughs> you know. I've got a new technique I'm working on. I feel yeah. like it's going to pay off. He's really going to like I it. I bought a new leaf. It's yeah. it's real big. That Cody, though, he just does it for the money. What a sellout. <laughs> I know. He's there all day. All right. Well, what we do is we take ideas that we have solicited off of um, unwitting sub- subjects, and we... Try to make them better together. So let's see what's in the arena here. Unwi- unwitting? Did we? Did we like? Did we rob these people of their ideas? Uh, I w- I would if it made our jobs easier. I would be happy to just rob these ideas. No, just like people. just like the Romans, we asked them politely to pat some strangers down on the street. Yeah, please. Will you go into our our gladiatorial coliseum and fight rabid beasts? I see you have an idea in your pocket. <laughs> Would you like to donate that? I would, be, I would be taking it to my Coliseum of Idea Fighting. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Cool flu. He says, or it says, or she says. I would imagine mm. cool flu is an extra dimensional being that wears sunglasses or something like that and rides a skateboard. Yeah. A world where change in behavior can alter your appearance. Mm. Mm. So... Well, do you do you think that how drastic is this? If you become super hyper aggressive, do you get like bigger teeth and like claws and maybe like a 
like a gnarly pelt or something like that, you know? Yeah, what if it's kind of like a forced evolution? So you have to, like, mm-hmm. always toe the line of a very specific uh, personality type of behavior. If you want to rem- if you, like, really like who you are, she's so like, okay. Yeah, if, if you like the way you look. I feel like I have a similar experience when you see somebody from, like, middle school who you haven't seen in a long time, and you know you recognize them, but you're like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> they've become a complete, they've changed, mm-hmm. you know? They've really... They've really adapted themselves. They've really started standing up for themselves, and their pecs are really filling out. Well, I was going to say a pretty common adaptation I've noticed in people I've recognized from like middle school or high school is they develop a nice cushion pretty much covering their entire body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a nice soft pillow that, that kind of coats them. Yeah, exactly. It's a survival technique. Yeah, is that because they're more aggressive and they need that because they're in combat more often than not? It could be. Or or is, is it because they are averse to combat and they're trying well, to fend it well, off? Well, I mean, if you think about the ideal combat physique, it stands to reason that they are prone to combat. If you've got just a nice mm. pillowy cushion covering your whole body, mostly the midsection. Like a bear. Like a bear, exactly, that physique. Although, if you shave a bear... There's a lot of muscle <laughs> under that I bear, I doubt you're going to find like a lot of... Unnecessary cushion down there. It's just six yeah. pack after six pack after six pack. <laughs> muscles on muscles. All around. A six pack of bear. Six pack uh, of bears. Now that I think about it, an earthworm is really just a six pack in a new dimension. Like, it's, that's a full Ooh. body six pack, honestly. It's wrapped entirely around them. Their six pack goes head to foot. They might be the most buff creature on the face of the planet they're nothing but muscle like they're nothing but nus- muscle and digestive tract they don't even have digestive tract they just muscle it through their system <laughs> they just beat it they just beat it into submission until it gives up its calories yeah, exactly like lunch money just like how, how dinosaurs didn't they some dinosaurs used to have to swallow rocks to help like mash up their food in their stomachs so they could digest it. or other easier. dinosaurs they would they would swallow other dinosaurs to let them digest the food for them and poop it into their stomach yeah there you go come on think of something they didn't have knives. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you just had to find the sharpest. They didn't, they didn't on, have. Guys. They didn't have abs strong enough to just like flex abs. The food, powerful, powerful abs and earthworms. Is that, to is eat that them. really? So what is it? So if that's true, then are was the brontosaurus like the ultimate carnivore? Because it didn't even bother to develop sharp teeth. It just bothered to get teeth that could grab other dinosaurs without killing them, so it could swallow them whole and make them rip up the other animals inside of its stomach so keep keep the dinosaur that it swallows alive in its stomach so that it can yeah put other dinosaurs in there so it can have it its own the... like inner stomach coliseum yeah arena. it's got its own coliseum <laughs> it's got its own stomach coliseum where things are just why else would a brontosaurus need to be so big think about it like what else what else is being so big good for unless you're going to be eating other dinosaurs so that they can fight inside of your stomach yeah. and you just harvest that it's blood. the only purpose it's just living on ripped apart animal blood like nonstop. Yeah. sounds pretty good to me that's a, that's a diet i could really sink my teeth into mm. but you wouldn't need to you would just sink some other teeth other <laughs> yeah. animal that's, teeth into that's it. a diet i could really sink my toothless gums into <laughs> that's a diet i can really put my mouth around <laughs> <laughs> that's a diet i could really force another animal to make for me <laughs> so let's toss another one in here too uh items soul bind to people so I think that's like in video games where 
they they give you an item and they don't want you to take it onto the marketplace, so it soul binds to you, yeah. so that you can't take it out of your inventory or you can't sell this. It'd be too good. Well, that's a basic fu- baseless fucking assumption, Ryan. <laughs> I feel like that's the me- mechan- mechanism behind it. You know, I don't. We don't know everything about the world. What if soul binding is a real process? Maybe in some sort of re- foreign religion we're not familiar with, like Christianity or something. Is, is that what's happening in like Diablo three or whatever when? I don't know. I, I don't know much about marriage or weddings or anything like that, but I can only assume that when you go up there, the priest... Soul binds your wedding ring? Well, yeah. they ask you if they're going to soul bind the, your partner to you. So does that mean divorce divorce lawyers are kind of like the necromancers of our world where they can it's like a, unbind? It's a soul se- uh, sever. They soul sever. <laughs> they can unbind yeah. your wedding ring. Usually one of the partners dies in the process. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Here rough. I have my soul slicer. That's why it's such an intense legal battle when you get divorced because you're somebody you kinda, has to die. You have to decide who dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love you anymore. <laughs> One of us. She must died, die. but she still got the kids, so it, it mm, really worked out. It's tough. Yeah, <laughs> there can be only one. Sorry, but more likely it is the video game. So is that, <laughs> is that like all items, like all items in the universe? Like when you go and like go to the store and buy some a twelve pack of big pens, like they soul bind to you. Yeah, they have to be very careful in the big pen factory so that they don't accidentally soul bind yeah, to, the, to, to the to the factory workers. Yeah, the factory workers. Being a factory worker probably is a much higher paying job because you have to be trained in some sort of soul magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you go to the bank and you accidentally walk away with their pen. Or like, you know, like a you're signing checks and stuff like that at the grocery store and you walk away with their pen, you have a completely useless item. Like it won't work for you at all. You can never write with that pen because you have not been given express permission by the owner of that thing to continue using it outside of their purview. Well, can it be like, is it like in D&D where a bound item returns to you after it goes so far away? So like if you walk out with that pen, it just returns to them? It just goes back to your inventory. I could see a lot of shady Craigslist deals going down in this world. I'd be I'd be stealing stuff just to let it go and watch it hit people. <laughs> that joke would never get old. That would be so efficient though, because if you soul bind, it, oh, so here's the self driving car of this world, is that you soul bind like a whole bunch of big pens, and then you you like people at the end of the day they take the pen and they go home with it, um, and put it in their I don't know. Actually, I don't know how this would work. How 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 fast does the soul binding work when it goes back? Again? I was <laughs> going to say the speed that, like, of soul bound items. I, was, I, I would have thought that they would just evaporate and appear back where they are. Like they don't just speed like a portal, like some sort of gremlin. If they fly through the air, you can like put it in your glove compartment and it will pull your car back to work the next day. When the person at the front desk is like, ah, oh, where's my pen? Somebody took my pen. I need my pen. And it just drags your car all the way back to work again. What I want to know is how do people buy things? What are we trading? Mm. Items? Money's an item. And also, if you shoot a gun at a person and the bullets are still bound to you... <laughs> oh, that's, that's real dangerous. That's a problem. That is a problem. Those bullets are coming right back. But is the gunpowder also? Holy shit. Maybe maybe only very specific items are soul bound. Like Walmart releases a new line of soul bound clothing. <laughs> the same the same pair of shorts that you've had since you're in eighth grade. The only problem is, is it's kind of hard to leave those shorts in the closet because as soon as you start walking away, they <laughs> <laughs> fly right back to you. You've always got to be wearing them. Well, I mean, it's like isn't in video games like the only way to get rid of soul bound items is to destroy to them. Destroy it. Yeah. You have to actually like for its physically... components. Yeah, you have to physically destroy them. 
So everybody has like just like out on the street and stuff. There's just like cauldron dumpster cauldrons where you just have to throw them into the blue flame of like the abyss. Just the Walmart shorts cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they all go. Uh, I don't need these anymore. Yeah, Walmart needs to really step up their game. Uh, they're slacking on this soul binding technique here. Uh, slacks. Another terrible item to soul bind to people. So if these are if these items are soul bound, can we like if Walmart has figured out if Walmart puts their best scientists, their Walmart scientists, on the job to figure out how to soul bind <laughs> clothes to you? We we all know that every store has a team of Walmart scientists. All yeah. of the black wizards at Walmart. <laughs> can they also pump up those clothes with stats? You think if it's soul bound, like I don't see why not. I mean, we're soul binding stuff. If they figured if they figured out enough soul magic to to soul bind an item like it's got to have stats like who's gonna no one's gonna have a gray soul bound item it's got to be green or blue at least you can get some tactical pants tactical pants so you're like plus one's pants of job interviews or something like that like mm-hmm. yeah oh my god more applicable stats like who needs who needs strength and charisma well maybe charisma would actually probably be pretty beneficial in a job interview that, that's pretty much what charisma is mm-hmm. or I, you know what strength could if you manage to challenge your hirer to an arm wrestling match. You, me. Yeah, I'll wrestle you, but you gotta take off those Walmart slacks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take off those magic pants right there. But like people you could you could potentially see through people. Like there's if some guy walks into an interview with like three pairs of pants on and two suit coat <laughs> jackets, like you know that he just went to Walmart and bought like all of their, their discount rate, like charisma based, like modifying clothes. They probably have to like pat you down or like somehow disarm the soul binding so that you yeah, can't the soul bind wand. So that when you go into Walmart to apply for that new job and jumpstart your career, <laughs> you, you don't have any unfair advantages. Yeah. First, you must pass through the blue flames to enter the building. <laughs> the blue flames are totally harmless to all things that aren't soul bound. To anyone who is not wearing a soul bound item. Yeah. That's rough though. All right, let's see what else we got going on. Uh, Chef Robert Irvine, flying cars exist, but can only be operated while drunk. All right. This is incredibly <laughs> dead bad. This is dangerous. Well, honestly, like how, okay, so how much more likely are you to crash into another car if you have all of the space above the ground to fly in versus just the space? Well, Ryan, that's a stupid fucking question. Yeah. It's not about <laughs> crashing into another car, Ryan. It's about crashing into the ground. Well, it's not even about that either. <laughs> I'm not worried about people killing themselves because they drunk drove themselves to their own death. I'm worried about people drunk driving other people to their deaths. What I'm worried about is traffic regulation. If we have a bunch of flying cars, we've got to have some regulations. You don't just have the open sky... It's it's got to be like Fifth Element or Back to the Future where there are That's flying awesome. lanes and shit, man. Mm. If this is something that everyone's driving, it's not just like we have air traffic controllers for a reason. And it's also <laughs> a very stressful job. Yeah, especially <laughs> since everyone's drunk. <laughs> Why do they only work when you're drunk? Is it that you can only work up the courage to fly them? That's, you're that's like probably really what it is. You, everyone is too fucking terrified because the death <laughs> rates are so high. I got a long commute. I really got to pound these last couple beers. I do not have the nerves for this today. Yeah, they did a bunch of tests and they compared uh, like people driving sober to people driving drunk. And the people driving sober were so freaked out and scared of flying <laughs> cars <laughs> that they were way more likely to crash than people yeah. who drive drunk. This is the most reasonable explanation. Or maybe they did a, they ran a test 
of just regular people driving drunk and it turns out just like how you you know you get better at beer pong when you're drunk oh you get that sweet turns out you get better at driving too yeah but that's hard though because you got to get right in the zone because if Mm -hmm. you have one beer too many then it just all falls apart well if this is a part of our society i'm sure there will be classes to teach you how to ride that buzz (laughs) (laughs) how to get the right spot it's the breathalyzer on your steering wheel not to keep you from driving but just so you can maintain that sweet spot you're like oh i'm dipping a little bit low i gotta finish this you are not blitzed enough (laughs) (laughs) take a shot now a straw shoots out of the steering wheel directly into your mouth and blasts you (laughs) margarita delivery Yeah, the, the nicer cars have better flavors mm-hmm. of alcohol. Like the shitty cars, mm-hmm. just like it's just motor just oil, basically. McCormick's, yeah, pina colada. It's just a uh, what is it? Boom, Boone's Farm. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nasty stuff. There's definitely gonna got to be like a purge bucket in the car too, right? Yeah, when you're getting dangerously out of the zone, like too far. Uh huh. Yeah, you're just gonna throw it up. Because there's no way that future flying highways don't have like a barrel barrel roll uh, on way ramp or something, you know. Okay. You got to be ready for it. Steven's ready to fly. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, oh yeah. Here we go. Sign me I've up. I've seen Steven drive, and if anyone can handle it, it's him. <laughs> I do my best. The first you know? flying car that the president determines is suitable for the air, he will give to Steven. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's the logical conclusion. I, I have lots of experience driving drunk. <laughs> I have lots of experience daydreaming about flying in cars. <laughs> uh, flying flying cars in the sky drunk. It's uh, it's what I imagine myself doing on a regular basis. Uh, I would be an Uber driver in this world. <laughs> just kind of all day, all day <laughs> drunken driving. Uber just floats floats the bill. Uber's got the tab. <laughs> Uber's probably who invented this. Honestly, Uber just figured out that it's easier to pay people in beer, and that's just what yeah. this is. I would I would fly a party bus. Party bus. <laughs> Open top. You better um, be drunk uh, up there, man. I'd be I'd be real terrified <laughs> of people jumping out of it with guns because they thought it was Fortnite. I'd be like, oh shit, there go those kids again. <laughs> They're about to shoot some people. With this next generation, that really is a real problem. Those, those they 14 don't know year olds. the difference between reality and video games. It's not sad. anymore. No, our generation did. Especially with all the flying exactly. cars. Well, I was about to say, when you're blitzed just that much, it's hard to draw the lows, those lines anymore. You're fucked up on pop sockets and whippets. <laughs> what are pop sockets and pop sockets? Is that a, is that a dance? I don't know. <laughs> is that a dance or a candy? <laughs> Let's throw one more in here, because um, I feel like this is something I've been waiting for for a long time. All right. Duels are coming back in a big way, <laughs> and not just, like, Pokemon duels. Is there any country where duels are still legal, where that's, that's still a good, thing? That's a good question. I would imagine there's got to be somewhere. Probably. Slavery was still legal in, like, freaking somewhere like Namibia or something until, like, 1980. Slavery is still legal here. True. We're all slaves. Well, no, you just have to, if you're convicted of a crime, you can be a slave. It's you, in the 13th Amendment. Yep. Free labor. You're making <laughs> freaking license plates for the man. That's true. You're making you're making car booze for the man. Car booze. You're making that prison car booze. <laughs> we got to keep, we got to keep our civilians blitzed. Pumping out that toilet wine for the, for the masses. <laughs> I do wonder if there is, there's got to be, a, a, there's got to be somewhere in the world where like, dueling is still like a thing and not just like not just like beyblade and not just like not just like underground dueling you know purely legal by the books dueling because i remember i read a i read a crime and punishment book 
in like my western civilization class like picaria or something like that and it had a whole chapter on like the legality of dueling and when it's appropriate and when it isn't and that's like <laughs> this is not not an appropriate thing. that wasn't that <laughs> long ago all things considered no i i feel like we've lost alexander hamilton died yeah, in a duel hamilton. uh-huh <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was challenged to a duel, and the other guy bitched out when he saw him fucking slicing up logs with a <laughs> with an axe. I thought that was going to go a different way, Same in that here. he was challenged to a duel, but he didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Actually, that's, that's tomorrow at the theater. <laughs> tomorrow. Too soon, Stephen. Too soon. Uh, uh. But Sorry. How long ago did? Because uh, who is it? Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson was known to duel he did a couple of duels i think yeah he did a couple murders yeah and he's a terrible person yeah and he's on the 20 he's, yeah. there are quite a few people who uh, participated in duels who are on our currency what does that teach the youth of america duels are coming back dueling is cooling <laughs> yeah in a big way i just wouldn't be surprised to find teens slapping each other with their gloves <laughs> and inciting duels these days you know how like they say that that that, that like fashion and fads are cyclical. We're mm-hmm. gonna like we're gonna full circle back around to the 1700s soon enough, and that's gonna be that would thing. be that would be rad if like the new like rap thing was to like have a a glove sticking out of your back pocket that like when somebody offends you you just whip it out and slap him across the face with it. Uh, Yo, homie, I demand if, satisfaction. If anyone's gonna bring back dueling in a big way, it's rap. <laughs> I mean, they they did. It's the medium of cultural exchange now. Like that's where if you want like if you want new like cultural like slang actions jargon and that sort of stuff like it's the medium of memes beyond you know like the internet or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like that's where it's coming from, man. Like if you want to get people to say dumb shit or do dumb shit, like it's all about them rhymes, dog. <laughs> it, well, I imagine if they're coming back in a big way, it's got to come mm-hmm. back in a legal way too. Mm-hmm. So there's, that means, like, you know what? It's the first step towards a purge. Two years ago, I wouldn't have thought this would be possible. But given the, the nature, the state of our society and... Hey, it's self-defense, Government man. officials. Yeah, exactly. Anything... Oh, my God, this is going to be... This is gonna probably going to be the next, like, NRA platform yeah. to get kids using guns again. Bring the duels <laughs> back, man. Yeah. You got to you gotta prove your honor. I would love that, except that I don't think that anybody in our government they would they would write themselves out of this shit because they'll be like, "Oh shit, remember fucking Andrew Jackson? Remember that <laughs> Andrew Action Jackson, that motherfucker?" <laughs> like, what if anybody on the street could just challenge Trump to a duel? Well, like I said in that chapter, a crime and punishment, man, it's got there's there is a time and a place, mm-hmm. you know. You got there's got to be a cause. But yeah, it would be legal. I think <laughs> definitely uh, it would make presidential debates more interesting. Oh yeah, they'd probably have you like you have to bring your second along just in case. Yeah, a duel breaks out. Because I mean, dude, that shit would happen. Dude, Hillary Clinton would wipe the floor with Trump. She would have done so well. <laughs> she would have. She, she would have been fucking collected. I am hard gun violence, but <laughs> she would have done it with her bare hands. When duty calls. Her aim would have been excellent. So in a world where a change in behavior can alter your appearance, like if you put yourself out there where like you're a politician and you know people are going to be coming at you oh, yeah. with duels. You got to be ready to duel. 
are you i mean you're you're putting yourself out there so like you're you're trying to change your appearance to be as intense as possible you're trying to get them and also to have as many places in your chest where bolts will just go right through <laughs> just, just be filled with holes you yeah. want a hollow torso you want a torso yeah. that is the shape of a donut so when people shoot mm-hmm. at your heart there's nothing that's interesting there. like what my mind immediately goes to to uh, improve my combat readiness in a duel is like faster reflexes but you're just thinking sponge torso <laughs> just, porous, porous just sponge fucking, torso i'm gonna get shot that's, <laughs> that's gonna happen that's a given let's let's cross that bridge i've later. got all sorts of holes and canals in my body prepared to take bullets no, i got yeah i got i'm ready for it mm-hmm. you don't know which hole this bullet's coming back out of it's coming back at <laughs> it you it might loop around pull a yui <laughs> boom <laughs> uh it's like mini golf yeah well we will we'll probably likely have more robust presidents moving forward if duels come back Mm -hmm. you have a lot more putin style people that's yeah that's probably true a lot more stumpy ripped guys on the backs of bears and shit you know god you know what you're kind of selling me on putin man oh that's true i mean if you want a guy that's going to stay in office after he's been elected you want a guy that can duel his way you know, around a little bit, knows his way around. The if duel. you want, a, if you want a guy who's going to extend his term past the legal limit, <laughs> kill kill dissidents with his bare hands. No, I'm just saying, like, once you get, once you have put all the legwork into getting your guy in office or whatever, and you're like, oh, cool, we got cut our guy in there. You know, Chancellor Grimfist is like finally, finally in office. You want to know that he's going to be able to battle his way the rest of the term. You know, like. Nobody else can come up to him and just be like, well, fuck, let's do this shit, bro. Okay, what what if we go back to, like, rules and regulations? The only person who can challenge the president is the vice president. There's, like, a, there's like a hierarchy no, here, no, no. you know? There's the checks and balance system in place for a reason, Stephen. I guess that's true. Congress can challenge him. And judges, too. So you just... <laughs> <laughs> and judge the Supreme Court and anyone in the in Congress. But they gotta have a quorum. RBG! <laughs> She fucking would. So is it any elected official, or is it you just have to be within a certain like sort of you have to be with you have to be within a certain level of social strata? Like I think I think uh, was that how duels worked before? Was it a social strata thing? Could you challenge people who are above you in in like the cast? Um, I don't know um, that peasants could like were aware. That, yeah, like, that was a thing. Like <laughs> peasants didn't have guns. Yeah, but, like peasants would just get together in a mob and kill. Like they had their they had they had rakes and yeah. sticks, but I don't think they were aware that like you could just waltz up and be like, "Fuck you, dude! Let's do slaps this. slap some dude with a glove and yeah. challenge him to his so wife and children." Weaponry has changed a little bit over the years. How do you think that will impact duels? Like, what's fair game? Lasers, soul well, binding, soul bound <laughs> objects only. Hey, there's flying cars in this world, man. We got laser guns. No, yeah, we could have lasers, but we also just have like semi-automatic and automatic weapons. Like even even a revolver was would be pretty fucking wild in a duel. It's true. Yeah, you get a few more shots than usual. I was yeah, I was I was curious because like we also have you know you could just have like a cell phone that you're looking back behind you as you're doing the ten paces. <laughs> the and you just kind of point. You just kind of point the gun and you shoot the person oh, as like, they're walking. There's definitely you know? going to be like YouTube videos about like hot duel t- tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta duelists hate him. You gotta be on it. You gotta be ready for those tricks when that person's gonna come shooting at you yeah. while your back's turned. For you that, know? for that fidget spin maneuver. 
Yeah, they're going to be throwing that fidget spinner out like a ninja star, keeping yeah. you distracted. You're tossing out the water bottle, you're entrancing in with the water bottle that you toss out mm-hmm. and get to land mm-hmm. on its, on on the bottom, and then you shoot them while they're like, oh, dude, sick, sick trick. I can't wait for dual memes. Dual memes are going to be the best. <laughs> in our world, I like the idea of doing a Russian roulette um, duel, where like you get one bullet, you spin it, you walk your paces, and then it's like john woo style gun battle until you can get that until you find the the chamber with the bullet that's kind of fun yeah a, a, a spicy new twist on dueling i like that because mm, mm. dueling won't be exciting enough as is no we gotta really i'm sure that yeah it probably won't be we really, we've got to really throw some kinks into it i bet mm. whenever you duel someone that's going to get like some coverage from the press probably from the news coverage yeah I can see this immediately, like like what Ryan when he started talking, my brain immediately went to gun kata. Oh, I was on some God. serious gun kata shit yeah. right there. That's immediately where I think this is going to go. Only like only like the John Wick gun kata and not the equilibrium gun kata because that. Oh hell, the fucking badass gunfights, man! Like you're kicking and punching each other, and you're both trying to find out where that bullet is. <laughs> click 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 bang bang bam. You no know, one like, wants to fucking... duel. Uh, Keanu Reeves. That's not going to happen. People, you both have fucking cloaks. <laughs> Misdirecting each other. I feel like you're. I feel like you're thinking equilibrium. I feel like you're. Playing. I am thinking no! equilibrium. And you know, uh, that is the gonna, worst it, shot it, action sequence I've ever seen in my life. They both look so passive. I'm not saying it's a good action sequence. It's a good idea. It was just a poor execution. But I'm saying the <laughs> the idea is cool. I like I like big cloaks and people lie. fighting with guns. I, I feel like the world, the internet is going to be full of like all kinds of like world star hip hop style, like dual videos that are going to be really great, like unsteady, shaky uh, cell phone videos of like a duel breaking out on a subway or like a bus. They always end with one dude getting his brains blown out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Or like three people hopping into the duel halfway through, or something like that. No, if it's this is it's regulated, man. This is a specific. There are laws in place. Yeah, yeah. This is this is honor. This is honor. Where was this in the Constitution? Where were duels? Because duels continued long after that that was written, right? It's the it's the secret part. It's on the back. It's written in lime juice. <laughs> yeah, you have to hold it <laughs> up. Only there, Nicolas man. Cage knows what it reads. <laughs> yeah, hold it up to fire. Only Nicolas Cage has found it. <laughs> And he's taking that to his grave. Nicholas Cage is going to get in a duel one day, and they're going to like try to prosecute against him, and he'll be like, "It's in the Constitution." No, no judge. I challenge you. <laughs> he's going to fight the judge right then and there. I feel like this is where our world has deviated, like drastically. Like, I think that duels duels were never like a part of like law. It was just like a gentleman's code. It's like the. Um... I feel like it actually was a part of law, though. Well. No, it's obviously not. I don't think it ever has been, but I think that it's like it's it's the concept of the there's no such thing as a um a victim in a there's no fault in a victimless crime. Like if two if two adults consented to this and it was like that's why you have a second. It's like this is my dude and he vouches that I am consenting to do this. Like then how like how do you prosecute? Two people decided that they needed to fight to the death. And they both are in charge of their own lives. Great, you can just do that. And then, how do you prosecute somebody after that? But now, I feel like our legal system is that, like, no, you don't have that much control over yourself. Like, we get to decide whether or not you get to put your life on the line for any number of things. That's true. Because what is a war but a big country duel? 
Because inevitably, anytime you legalize something like this, then someone decides, hey, I'm going to find a bunch of homeless people and make them go <laughs> for money. <laughs> Bum do every time, every time, every time, every time. You fucking guarantee it. Uh, Andrew Jackson just had like a bum duel ring on his plantation. <laughs> the only thing is he actually fought them. Because he was yeah. a man. <laughs> yeah, he was. He wanted to be king of the bums. I'll so. give you this nice juicy steak if you challenge me to a duel. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the best way to approach modern duels would be swords, probably. Swords. Yeah, I was I was thinking like melee weapons. We got to go back to you know some real shit. Yeah, it's just not honorable any other way. Swords or piano wire is allowed to. <laughs> old can old cans of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> or any weapons that you can cobble together from the remains of other people you've killed in duels. Or maybe it's just something that you have to find in that room when you're challenged immediately. So you have to be strategic about your challenges. You can have, um, then you can start having like breakout rooms, except they're dual breakout rooms, where it's like somewhere in this room there's a there's a pistol, and if you can follow all the clues and unlock all of the things, you can have the you can have the pistol. Dueling escape rooms. That sounds like that sounds like a Japanese game show they'd make. That's actually sounds like a good one. <laughs> two two people in separate adjoining rooms and it's a breakout room and whoever can like find the the pistol first in their room, then the door opens to the other person's room and they can walk in there and just gun them down. Um how long after America legalizes duels before all of the countries do, do you think? Oh, like 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, yeah, not long. We're pretty influential. We're, we're holding everybody up. They've been wanting it for a long time. Yeah, exactly. I've been wanting it for a but, long time. But we're the moral standard, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we hate duels. We've hated duels for a long time. America, people, all of the countries base their moral decisions off of what Americans do. Now, as we all know. Yeah. So I I really want to I really do think that soul bound items are the only items that you can use in a duel. Oh shit, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, like a whip. <laughs> like my soul bound whip. That's the worst <laughs> item to duel with somebody <laughs> with. <That's laughs> oh, it takes so long. Tell that to Indiana Jones, man. <laughs> I feel like soul bound items only, but I do feel like soul bound items would have to be a little bit more useful or. Valuable than just big pins and like Walmart trousers and stuff. <laughs> Walmart guns. They have guns at Walmart. Yeah, they have guns. And machetes. Yeah. I definitely bought a machete at Walmart. When I was... Knives and frying pans. And things that you can kill people Hockey with. sticks. So then Children's is, are, bicycles. So then Walmart does have the monopoly on soul-bound items. Anything that you can buy at Walmart is mm-hmm. automatically a soul-bound item. I think so. They <laughs> probably they're probably it's like a, probably a secret recipe they're keeping to themselves. That's why they've lasted so long. They've yeah. got a patent Walmart, on it. Walmart will never go down because they invented the soul-bound. Later thing. on in the future, yeah, their their business was in danger and they had to pivot super hard into magic. Right into, <laughs> into the arcane. <laughs> yeah, well, not just any any kind of magic, sacrificial magic. Mm. Like you don't get a soul bound item without a soul. You know, I feel like you gotta you gotta. You have to kill. Some... You have to come in with a soul gem full of some yeah. creature's mm-hmm. soul and mm-hmm. trade and soul find yeah. your items as the currency that they want. You know. But I feel like Walmart's weak spot has always been their return policy. Soulbound items are non-refundable. You got you say that, but that's not the way Walmart works. They take anything back. I feel like there's got to be a loophole where, like, you can take a soulbound item back to Walmart and return it for a refund, and then in the parking lot, just they will they will sever it from your soul, 
Yeah, that we have to kill you. You say that, but Walmart is the worst at returns. You can return anything to Walmart. You can find a dead cat in the parking lot and return it <laughs> for store credit if you well, want to. Well, that's because they're going to use that to make a soul-bound item with the, the soul yeah. of a cat. Yeah, they, that, that's powerful. It's still warm. Quick to the lab. <laughs> to the soul bindery. This will make a fine toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. But that does mean that if if duels are only soulbound items and only soulbound items can be purchased at Walmart, then I guess Walmart does have a pretty robust gun section. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're on it. They do. My question is, like, if hypothetically you are putting a someone's soul into this item Mm -hmm. i feel like the binding between you and that item would be more powerful if that soul were something you were someone or something you were personally familiar with like somebody you killed in a duel oh like here's my dog baxter (laughs) (laughs) no i don't want to kill him but i desperately need a weapon for my upcoming (laughs) duel i have a duel coming up (laughs) well that does mean i mean i think that prices would be very high yeah we could soul bind your dog (laughs) to this weapon (laughs) but that's only worth uh, you can really only get a little bit of produce or a box of fruit exactly it's like it's a pretty small dog (laughs) you're gonna need something a little bigger yeah, that's you. You know when someone's going into the the uh, pet store and they're buying like five or six hamsters. You know something's going we down. Can, we can give you a slingshot, a, a mighty powerful slingshot for this dog. <laughs> well, okay. So here's a hypothetical question: Somebody challenges you to a duel at sundown. It's about three o'clock in the afternoon right now. Oh, shit. They obviously have a soulbound shotgun that they were toting with them that they bought at Walmart using the souls of all the slain people that they've killed in previous duels. No, 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 no. Hold on. To improve this, let's say that your duel's at sunup and it's midnight. Because who's open at midnight, right? Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> but you only, you only have enough soul credit to get maybe $35 worth of stuff at Walmart. What do you buy at Walmart in soulbound items that will help you win that challenge. Five machetes. Empty shotgun shirt. How much is a machete? At, <laughs> it's like two bucks, man. Two bucks. They're just giving them away. Walmart Jeez. machetes are just yeah. That's is not the not the highest quality machete. You'll probably need all five to win that duel. But <laughs> <laughs> throw the first three, and then one in each hand after that. It's gonna madly. take like each swing with a machete is probably gonna ruin that machete. So to mm. get through their neck, you're gonna need all five at least. How many machetes from Walmart have you gone through personally? Actually, you know what? That was a fib. That oh. that machete did last a while, and I swung it at a lot of things. Uh. <laughs> but how much did you pay for it? Twenty bucks? No, I, I lied. It was fifteen bucks. So mm. you can still get at least two machetes. <laughs> you can get two machetes. There we go. Two two whole machetes. Is there any other options for? I'm sure there are. Like you can weaponize pretty much anything you get at Walmart. That's the purpose of Walmart telling you yeah even their produce Uh, children's bicycles yeah no but i'm asking seriously i'm trying to figure out like what i would do with 35 dollars if i had to take something from walmart to a duel you know what walmart.com what's the most deadly thing that walmart sells so at walmart you can either buy an item just by itself or you could buy it and throw in a couple extra bucks and uh murder something and you get it soul bound yeah or or soul bind it to you is there a way to search for things 35 dollars and under because you can get a lot you can get like a couch all items 35 and under you could get a whole wardrobe 
You can get you a get couch your, for thirty five. Your whole summer wardrobe. It's not a good couch. Well, I'm just. You know what? None of those. None of those statements are actually true. But uh, I've been to Walmart enough. I'm pretty sure you can. I feel like I would buy a bunch of lighter fluid, some lighters, maybe the cheapest object they have with like a pole in it, and just fill the pole full of lighter fluid, set it on fire. <laughs> And just see what happens. I don't know. I feel like that's like my only option. Oh man, don't do a Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's crazy. Uh, this does remind me of a game I used to play with Jet, where we would just buy stuff at Walmart, just like cheap shit, and soul bind them to you. And well, if that were an option, we would have done it. But just like duct tape and rope and spray cans and spray paint cans and shit like that, just to see like if we get a reaction from the cashier. <laughs> which uh if you're heading for a duel and you've got to be creative with like 20 bucks that's probably the type of shit you get into yeah <laughs> just keep going back and returning just buy a bunch of random stuff and see what the reaction is from the cashier if it's not insane enough then return everything and yeah. go back in again razor blades and a belt <laughs> oh <laughs> you must be making a razor whip you could just buy a razor whip in aisle nine, you know. Yeah, you don't have to make that yourself. <laughs> we got those pre-made for you. This is Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. We got our soul ready to launch in there right now. <laughs> this is welcome, welcome to Walmart, Palace of the Dam. <laughs> <laughs> How can we help you? What's your, what's your fancy? Walmart really changed, man. You looking for some groceries or maybe a dueling weapon? <laughs> Remember when they used to care about good prices? Uh, they still do. <laughs> That's the thing. They're not putting high quality souls into those items. Mm, I guess that's yeah. They're getting the cheap souls. I do think that if you're uh, a politician in this world, you definitely have to have an assortment of different behavioral types, like mm -hmm. just at the ready, depending on the situation. What? Well, oh, so you can change your 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 appearance. Your appearance. Do you think you you don them like your clothes in the morning? You like figure out which appearance you're you're choosing. Yeah, and, and maybe you have something like a ritual that triggers those behaviors yeah. to change the appearance, like a cold shower or whatever, <laughs> a hot shower, or a hot shower. So something shower based every time. A bath. Very the variation of temperatures yeah. in your shower. Water hitting your change. body at different temperatures has a huge effect on my my behavior for the day. Well, I feel like there's got to be like whatever your behaviors are, like you're reinforced or whatever. Like it reinforces your ability to do that uh, further. So like if you're at a debate or not even a debate, like you're at a like you're trying to at a be at a town hall and you're trying to look like be really sincere or seem really sincere. Or you got to film a commercial. You have like you have to confess like really weird stuff to your dog or something like that. Like you have to go and confess and be very sincere. And be like oh, I beat my children and stuff, and I feel really bad about it. And, and then you appear more sincere. Your behavior alters your appearance. You look more sincere. People are more willing to buy that shit. Well, my question for you is: it is it as specific as that? Like, is it specific actions like that, or is it more about? who you are as a person like me i'm cody and as cody there are like very specific things that i'm i want to do just because i am me and i've been me for a while so because i'm thinking like if it's just like specific actions like having sex is a specific action and that is a behavior that i 
don't usually have in my day to day at work or anything <laughs> like that. So am I do I have to worry about like turning into a sex monster every time I have sex, or what's what's or am I still am I still the same because I'm Cody and this is something I would do, you know? I feel like you're treading close to like the reality of our world already, which is like if you smile a lot and you laugh, then you appear happier. Like you have laugh lines on your face and stuff like that. But if you're depressed and you your your behavior is that you don't do anything and you just sit around all day, then you get kind of tubby and flabby and you look sad and depressed. This is getting personal. Yeah, what are you trying to if say? You go to if you go to the gym, you get all muscular <laughs> yeah. and big. Yeah. So it's like I, I feel like it's almost as if things do change your appearance. So it's so it's maybe like that, but taken to an extreme though. Like if you decide like I'm not going to be the the wimpy. Not that being a wimp is a bad thing. Anyone out there who is a wimp, but I'm not going to be that anymore. That's not me anymore. I'm going to be different from that. Mm-hmm. And just uh, just putting the active effort into changing your behavior like that to become a more uh, not wimpy person that will change your appearance in mm-hmm. some way. So like if you stand up to somebody, if you like get some courage or whatever and you stand up to somebody and you say, I'm not going to take your shit anymore, then like you actually do become like a bigger like more aggressive looking sort of a, like a being or something like so that. So like so like George McFly when he stands up to Biff he becomes like a real Chris Hemsworth or something like that. Yeah, big time. And Biff if he has to back down actually diminishes in stature. So that that actually would be really interesting for especially for the woman watching. She's like, "You know what? <laughs> I wasn't sure about this guy before, but <laughs> hello Chris. He is easily doubled in body mass in the last 30 <laughs> seconds." <laughs> in everywhere that counts <laughs> in every, yeah exactly but like on the on the contra side like you're it's easy to out people for who they are so it's like if you have somebody in your class or like in your work or whatever who's like an awful chronic masturbator or something like that he has big he has one big soft velvety hand like it's the softest hand of all time and it's very big <laughs> But also, well, like, I don't know, Ryan. See, that's that's a, a misleading example. I can't believe I'm digging any any further into this, but it is misleading. Some people, for instance, might want a velvety experience, but some people might like a rough. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or the guy that goes home and pets his cat very lovingly every night has a big, soft, velvety hand, and people just assume that he's a chronic masturbator, but he's not. He's just Steve, very giving. Stephen, what do you have to say about that? Mm. <laughs> it seems like you have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I think Steven's been outed. Yeah. Have you ever shaken I, I, his hand? You know, maybe I have a big, giant, velvety hand. What can I say? <laughs> you know? I love my dog. It's not my fault I'm this way. Yeah. I what love can petting I say? my dog. I love my dog. With my one hand. Well, okay. So based, the off, other one. based off that description, what do you think would be your physical attributes? Just based off the things that you do. Um, velvety hands all right. around, yeah. Yeah, what what would I get from taking really good naps? Just naps, uh, like at least Snorlax about about a Snorlax sort of appearance. Yeah, he just becomes Snorlax. Yeah. I'm just a big Snorlax. A big just Snorlax. a big, cuddly, fuzzy, round guy. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. I do like this. Yeah, what, Ryan, what about you? Uh, I'd probably look basically like I do right now. A smarmy, sarcastic, slightly pudgy guy. Because I sit around all day making fun of people. Like Cody, Cody looks exactly like you would imagine. <laughs> Just if you, if someone were to, to describe my behavior, yeah, would... a guy that a guy that runs a D and D podcast and goes to the gym. 
a swole up red haired dude it doesn't get enough sunlight <laughs> so this is basically just the world that we, this is the world we live in except for steven i know because steven is not a big big fuzzy uh, guy. Yeah. well like i said yeah. it would be taken to the extreme mm-hmm. so for me my muscles would probably be even bigger even bigger and i'd be more handsome if and if that were paler. possible but if possible but this is a fantasy world so it's a fantasy world where that is possible where it is possible to be more handsome than i am yeah exactly that's that's what i read into this suggestion when we first read it i was like (laughs) oh my god this is wonderful i act like a handsome man but my handsomeness doesn't near reflect it i could have easily believed in this world up until now the fact that somehow cody is more handsome than he is that's just because in our world it just doesn't seem possible it's, it seems impossible. It's unreasonable. Yeah, exactly. We're really pushing the boundaries on this episode, that's for sure, of what's mm-hmm. possible. That's what mm-hmm. we do. I think this might be the limit. This, the, Like, they say that everything's possible, but... Now we know. There's got to be limits. There has to be limits on handsomeness, don't you think? There's got to be, like, a perfect 10, right? A perfect 10. Is that how the score works? Like, when you reach a perfect 10? Or is it, like, a 10 point? Can you go above a 10? It's like second edition Dungeons and Dragons, where you could have a score of uh, a strength of eighteen, but then you could have an eighteen double zero or an eighteen twenty five, or an eighteen ninety nine. So there's different gradients of just how perfect you could possibly be. I see. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I like you could think of it like um, how I've heard video game ratings be described is that a ten isn't a perfect score. It's I'm rating it as highly as I possibly can. Mm. Uh, I can't recommend this any more than I do. I can't recommend this handsome man anymore. This is the this is the most hand like I can't recommend how handsome this person <laughs> this is, is so anymore, <laughs> any more than I right am right now. He's just so handsome. It's a ten out of ten. I'm not saying that he couldn't be more handsome, but he could be more. He could be more handsome. But I would. But you know, I'd I'd rate him an eleven. Then I guess yeah. you know, it's just he would he would break my scale. Then I feel like that rating scale is broken. Like if your hands are tied and you cannot, like it's not, it's not. I I can't. It's not perfect. But this is as high as I can go. You're not seeing the forest for the trees, Stephen. Mm-hmm. You're getting caught up yeah. in like, like you're not thinking about when you play a game and you can't recommend it highly enough. You're not thinking about what game could be better than that. The, the things that could be better. There's some intelligible game that is the perfect 10. So this game that you can't recommend... I like enjoying things that I have and not things that don't exist. Yeah, and that's your fault. That's your problem. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that's it's, one of it's your my, flaws. It's my my greatest flaw. It's, well, it's one of them. <laughs> Among my many, many flaws. So uh, something that rates above a 10 is something that would just shatter you utterly. And like you would... I don't know. You how, just, I wouldn't even know how to recommend You this. would just disappear into a cloud of of fireflies i feel like if you found something that was a perfect 10 you probably wouldn't want to recommend it because you want to keep it to yourself this is my game that's oh my god what if that's the case what if like we should look at the games that are rated like zero (laughs) and it's just like the best kept secret this game is actually the most incredible game ever let's look at worst rated games of all time what is the worst game in the entire world cody okay top 10 worst video games of all time Shaq, Shaq Fu. Superman 64, uh, followed by E.T. the Extraterrestrial. I'm just going to say, hold on, Shaq Fu, a fighting game starring basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. I, I used to have that on the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible game. Yeah, it was dog shit. No, yeah, Superman 64 also is like notoriously an awful game. Yeah, like I said, that was the number one, at least based off the whatever list I pulled. I rented it and never got past the first level. Yeah, I remember renting it at one point and just being like, what the fuck is this? 
you know what? Being drunk would probably be a good way to start a lot of duels. Like everyone just you, being fucked up all the time. Do you think you can start a duel while you're still flying? The best way to express road rage when you're drunk is with a duel. It's a duel. Mm-hmm. Do you think you there's like a messaging system in these cars where you can initiate a duel, duel someone, <laughs> and then die over. all without getting out of your car? I think every flying car has a compartment above your face that is, just has a glove in it on like a, a little uh, like automatic arm. And it's like, message received from <laughs> the car two, two lanes over. It just slaps you in the face. Is that how um, car accidents and stuff is, are resolved? Like, whoever is at fault is just whoever lost the duel after a fender bender? Yeah. Well, it depends on whether you're challenged or not. Because you might have a fender bender and they might they might not feel like you've dishonored them in that in that situation because it is honor based right like car wrecks usually honor i guess so but somebody has to pay for that you have to obey the honor of the road you cut me off you bastard (laughs) i demand satisfaction (laughs) give me your insurance number yeah but somebody's got to pay for that stuff like who's going to have a fender bender in the sky and not demand that somebody at least pays for it or whatever you know i feel like right of way is like very sketchy in the sky like it's especially when you're drunk not when it's been regulated we've already established this this is a yeah but like every single person in the sky is drunk even if you get a witness like they're drunk as shit they don't know what's going on like there could be an accident and like you could find somebody who's like oh yeah i'll totally be your witness or whatever and by the time the cops actually get there to sort it out they've passed out and the cops no, no, no. are the cops driving driving flying cars too. They have to be if they're gonna get if they're drunk as shit too. If they're gonna come to the scene of an accident. Well, I think maybe the cops are actually on the ground and they've just got like giant hook poles. <laughs> they just pull you out of the sky uh, once you've committed a violation. I don't see that being tenable. It's yeah, it makes much more sense for the cops just to be blitzed. The, yeah. Cause like how? Because your roadways are going to be going over like forests and lakes and rivers and stuff like that. That's how's a cop supposed to be able to like respond to a scene of an accident? I guess we could just like we could just steamroll all of the nation's forests and turn it into roads that the cops could drive on to pull out the pull down the flying cars. <laughs> so every sky road has a, a regular road underneath of it, like just for the yeah. cops to patrol. Not just that, but all of the surface of the earth is just one giant asphalt. <laughs> Raceway for cops to drive on to skyhook people. That makes yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's our Walmart world. It's just a giant parking lot for Walmart. Yeah, that's true. You can get bound <laughs> items every twenty five feet. Well, this episode was brought to you by Walmart. I'd like to thank Walmart for sponsoring this episode. Um, I like to thank them for the money they gave me. <laughs> Walmart in the, in the in the form of a trash Walmart. bag full of cat thank carcasses. You. Yeah. A soul-bound trash bag. A soul-bound bag of money that's utterly worthless. <laughs> I can't case, spend it. It keeps going back into the bag. But it does increase my stats a little bit, so that's good. I can mm. carry it around as a trinket. Yeah. It's plus one to walking into a strip club and getting a lot of attention, but also plus one to getting a beating after a strip club where you can't pay them because it keeps going back into the bag. It's all soul-bound. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, thanks to Cool Flu, 12-time Tony, Chef Robert Irvine, and Tossers Delight for submitting ideas this week. Um, catch us on radbotproductions.com where you can listen to previous episodes. 
Catch us on Reddit, where you can find our subreddit and submit ideas and browse through old crazy ideas, too, at uh, the subreddit mm. Disposable Worlds, all one word. And um, check us out on Facebook, if you get a hankering. And thank you to everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off their um, EP Prime Meridian, which can be found on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, that's <laughs> that right. That sounds right. And Walmart.com. That's, that's, and Walmart.com. You'll soul, soul bind yourself a copy. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. Yeah. Kill, kill your cat. It's yours, it's yours forever. Push <laughs> forever. some stats into that album. All right. Until next time, this is Disposable Worlds. There she blows. Cheech and Chong. <laughs>